0: look at some scripture here this morning. If you have your Bibles and want to follow along with us, I want to go to over to Ephesians chapter 1. I'll tell you that Ephesians is probably one of, one of the most spiritual books in the Bible. It's a great, great book, great letter that Paul wrote. I want to start with verse 1 here and I want to read it first. I think I want to stop at 14. It says, Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ by the will of God, to the saints which are at Ephesus and to the faithful in Jesus Christ, grace be to you and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. According as he has chosen us, listen to that, in him before the foundations of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him in love having predestinated us into the adoption of children by Jesus Christ himself according to the good pleasure of his will, to the praise of the glory of his grace wherein he hath made us accepted in the beloved, in whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of his grace, wherein he had bounded towards us in all wisdom and prudence, having made known unto us the mystery of his will according to his good pleasure, which he had purposed in himself, that in the dispensation of the fullness of times he might gather together in one all things in Christ both which are in heaven and which are on earth even in him in whom also we have obtained an inheritance pay close attention to that being predestinated according to the purpose of him who worketh all things after the counsel of his own will That we should be be to the praise of his glory who first trusted in Christ. In whom also, in whom ye also trusted after ye heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation. In whom also, after that ye believed, ye were sealed, amen, sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise which is the earnest of our inheritance until the redemption of the purchased possession and to the praise of his glory. Amen. Our dear Heavenly Father, we're so thankful, God, once again, Lord, to be back in the services, Lord, together today. We thank you, God, for your mercy and your grace, Lord. We thank you, God, for every prayer that you've answered for us. And how your divine hand has been upon our lives, Lord. And we pray, God, this morning as we look into thy word, Lord. I tell you, there's too much, Lord, in here for me to comprehend. Too much for me to understand and try to preach upon it, Lord, today. So I pray, God, that your Holy Spirit, Lord, would come. And I pray, Lord, for its help. His help this morning to strengthen me. Lord, I pray, God, the words that I say, Lord... That uh, will be of the Spirit, God, and not of me, Lord. Use me today, God. Touch our hearts, touch our lives, Lord. I tell you, Lord, and through this message this morning, may God we draw closer to you in spirit and in truth and to look at what type of people we are and who we are and who our Heavenly Father is today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. I tell you, I try to study this and just try to look at it, and I'll tell you, it's just too much for me, too great. The words in here. And to try to comprehend it all, it's just it is something else. God will help us this morning. We'll try to preach upon this. And I was uh, thinking about basically uh, the inheritance. But I want to try to focus on a few things here If the Lord will Help me. <clears throat> Number one. Who we are as God's people. How did we get here? God's plan to save us. Before the foundations of the world. God has called us out. Knowing that we would serve him. Being adopted in. God's family. Into God's family. The benefits of being. In this family. And our internal inheritance. It's what I want to focus on today. God will help me. I was thinking about this. uh, An inheritance. I noted this. I want to read this note. An inheritance now and an inheritance after this life is over. Uh, The physical inheritance we get are from our parents. The characteristics that passed down to us. It could be looks, it could be actions, the way we talk, how we do things, and the way we represent ourselves. And this is kind of my personal testimony. There's been many people in my family and people out on the job and in the world say to me that that I remind them of my dad and the person that he was. So basically what they were saying I see your dad in you. It is a family resemblance that we inherited. That's the physical. Now the spiritual, there is another inheritance that every born again Christian receives when he or she is adopted into the family of God. And that is the inheritance of the characteristics of Christ. This is why it is so important that we live a holy and righteous life because we are the representatives of Christ to the world. We are to be a reflection of God and have His character living out in our lives because He is our Heavenly Father and we are His children, the characteristics of Him. The first characteristics the first characteristics of our parents was physical birth. The second characteristics was from spiritual birth which represents Christ and his character. (laughs) Amen. How true that is. I want to read that. Now here in this first scripture here, the first verse and the second verse. They go together. This was the greetings that the Apostle Paul was telling that to the Ephesians uh, but also to all the faithful in Jesus Christ. And then uh, I want to tell you what was going on here this morning. Uh, actually we know that the books of Ephesians and the books of Colossians and the books that Paul wrote were letters to the church okay they were letters to the churches and to God's people okay paul wrote this letter this book while he was in a roman prison huh he was in prison listen for preaching the gospel and bringing the good news of jesus christ huh think about that huh they were trying to shut him up Trying to deter his message. But yet he's still in the prison house. Huh? Praise God. Writing letters to encourage the church. Huh? Now, I think his name's Ephratis. Ephratis, whatever it was. I can't pronounce his name that right. He was a leader of the Colossians. The church of, at Coloss. The Colossians church. He was their leader. And he came to Paul. And he said, Paul, he said there's things going on in the church. He said there's hearsay. There's troubles going on. There's been divisions and problems. Huh? And uh, he wanted to tell Paul what was going on and what was happening. See, Paul was in prison and away from everything. Huh? But Euphrates was right in there with it. He knew what was going on, and he needed some encouragement and help, huh? Now I want to tell you something about the Apostle Paul. He was a called man of God, huh? He was God's man, huh? God used him, and the Spirit was upon him, huh? And it was by the will of God. If you ever talk about predestination, Paul's a good example, huh? God called him out, my friend, and used him to preach the gospel to the Gentiles. Who's the Gentiles? You and I this morning. And he went in there, and uh, uh, he told Paul what was going on. uh, What was happening. And history says, as I was reading it, Paul sat down and he wrote the letter of Colossians to the Colossians church. Huh, the book of Colossians that we have in our Bible. And then it said why it, was, why it was fresh upon his mind, huh, the things that were happening. huh, And he, they said that he went ahead and wrote the letter of Ephesians. Huh? And I want to tell you what this was. This was a letter huh, that was going to go out to the, the church of Ephesus, and it was not going to stay there. It was going to circulate. Huh? And go around to all the churches huh, for encouragement huh, and for help in the situations they were in. Amen. And I want to tell you, I thought about this, you know. And I tell you, you know, I think it's in Ecclesiastic, huh? where it says that everything that happened had happened before. Huh? I mean, it's some, there's nothing new under the sun. And I thought about that today and I thought about the churches today, huh, where we're living at right now, huh, the churches and the people of God that are facing problems, that are facing difficulties, huh, that are going through trials, huh, Through through death in their families, huh, problems in the family. All the things that are going on. I want to tell you something today. If you don't believe it, it's true The church is troubled today across the land. How do you know that? Huh? How can you say that, preacher? I'll tell you what. There's not the rejoicing that there used to be in the house of God. I'll tell you the truth. It is, huh? People's discouraged, huh? Things are piled up. Huh? Upon the Christian today. There's so much going on, huh? And, it, and not only that, the devil's trying to defeat him, huh? He's bringing everything. He knows he has, but a short time. And he's trying to discourage and take away the hope of every born-again Christian. Huh? People are discouraged today. They're bound, huh? I want to tell you something. There ain't a whole lot of people coming to the altar here anymore. Uh, and i tell you this morning, I thought about that. Uh, I want to tell you something. What Paul hit it right on the head. He hit it right on the head. He told them and give them an encouragement letter and message To them and churches at that time, huh? And I want to tell you something. It's up to date for you and I today, huh? I tell you, it's just like it was written in the paper yesterday and we read it. That's how real it is, huh? Amen. I tell you, Jesus told his disciples, huh? Huh? He was getting ready to leave, and he said, "Let not your heart be troubled. Huh? If you believe in God, believe also in me. For in my Father's house, listen, are many mansions. And if it was not so, I would have told you. Huh? Huh? But I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go to prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself. Praise God." Why was that? Huh? Why did Jesus tell that? Because he, they were discouraged. Huh? He was getting ready to leave. Paul wrote this letter because people's faiths were shaken. Huh? They were stirring and troubled. Huh? There was different beliefs. There was Jews and Gentiles in this church. Huh? Some of the Jews, some of the Jews in the churches, was pushing their old time. Sex and, and their, their, their sex things that they uh, uh, studied and their principles and the old doctrine of the Jewish law and everything had come in, huh? There was division, huh? I want to tell you something. The Gentile, huh? This is what the letter basically was to them. He said here. Grace be unto you in peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who has blessed us, now listen to this, with all spiritual blessing in heavenly places in Christ. Huh? I want to tell you something, huh? Praise God. I'm so thankful. I seen your hands raised this morning when we sung the songs, Huh? And why did you raise your hand? Because something inside of you testified to these heavenly spiritual things that are in us. That we receive when we accepted Christ as our Savior. We praise the Lord. We sing. We raise our hands. We shout. We give Him glory. Because we're accepting in heavenly places in Christ. This morning, praise God. He said there, huh? Heavenly places. Uh, amen. And he said, listen to this, having predestinated us into the adoption of his children by Jesus Christ to himself, according to the good pleasure of his will. <laughs> Praise God! Huh? Listen, church, before the world was, before God ever even built the foundations of this world, He pred- predestinated you and I, huh? And the Gentiles, that's what He was talking about. The Gentiles would be grafted into this family, huh? But I want to tell you something. I was reading this, and it's so true. The Jews. We're the chosen people, huh? They were the chosen people of God. But the Gentiles, huh? Whoa! You and I were called, huh? We're the called people into the salvation. And Paul was telling God had predestinated this before the foundations of the world, That's right? Huh? That he was going to grab the Gentiles to be his children and be part of his family, huh? Praise God forever! Huh? That's what he said. That's what he was telling them, huh? Praise God. I remember I was reading a long time ago, my friend. And it said that they would, over there in Jerusalem, they started planting. They would, or not in Jerusalem, but over in Israel. The olive tree, huh, was a precious plant. The olive oil was used for everything, it was very valuable, huh, to the Israelites. Or the Israel and their way of life. They used it all for everything. So those trees were valuable. And they had to take care of them. Huh? And, uh, uh, and make sure they were nourished. Huh? And done all that they could to keep them alive and well. They watched their health, basically. Huh? And they said, huh? I was reading here, if I could get it right. Huh? They said they every once in a while, something would happen to one of them branches. Huh? And it would break off, huh? From the from the tree, from the from the stem, the branch would break off. And they said what they would do, they would find another branch somewhere. Huh? Listen to this. And he said they would cut that hole out in there, huh? And they would take that, that branch that wasn't even part of the tree, part of the plant. And they would graft it in there, huh? Huh, my friend? And they stuck it in that hole that they had. Hold out and prune out. And it said before you know it, that branch became part of the tree. And I want to tell you spiritually, that's exactly what the Bible says for you and I. We were grafted into the family of God. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. You see what he was doing? He was building them up. Don't let the Jews ever tell you, don't let anybody ever tell you that God never had a purpose for your life. huh? This was for the foundations of the world. Huh? And I want to tell you something, and it says over there, and I don't know where it's at, huh? but it said there's neither Greek, nor Jew, nor Gentile, huh? but we are all of one, made in one new man, Jesus Christ. Uh, this was one family. Amen. Yeah. Thought about that? It's so great. Here, and he said, "Having predestinated us, and he said, and the praise of the glory of his grace, wherein he had made us accepted in the beloved." And here's where it is: in whom we have redemption through the through his blood. The forgiveness of sins according to the riches of his grace. Huh? Praise God, huh? I'm so glad today that God had a plan before the foundations of the world to save fallen men. Huh? Through Jesus Christ. Jesus is the one. Huh? God done all this. Through Christ, Amen. Christ was the one, huh? It, he was pleased, huh, for the life and the obedience that His Son Christ had walked through. Him. His obedience to the cross, huh, to the dead. and in the resurrection, huh, that says that God raised Him up by His own power, huh, and sent Him on the right hand of His of God. On high. Huh? He done it all through Christ. Huh? Who was Christ? He was God in the flesh. (laughs) Huh? He was God in the flesh. Huh? the the Bible said that the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us. And we beheld His glory. Amen. Huh? And And our redemption, my friend, came through Jesus Christ. Through his blood and the forgiveness of our sins. According to the riches of his grace. We sing amazing grace all the time. And it is amazing. The grace of God. His love for us. Praise the Lord. As that we're in, we bound towards us in wisdom and prudence. Having made known to us the mystery of his will. According to his good pleasure. He had purpose in himself. I tell you this is all God's work my friend and in the, disp- in the dispensation of the fullest of times he might gather together in one all things in Christ. Now that's what I was talking about huh bringing Jews and Gentiles uh, all of mankind together as one in Christ, both which are in heaven and which are in earth, even him in him in him also. I'll get to that verse here in a minute. We obtained an inheritance. Well, let me go ahead and read it. In whom also we have obtained an inheritance, being predestinated according to the purpose of him that worketh all things after the counsel of his own will. Huh. I want to tell you something. I'm so thankful for this today. Huh. You and I are human. huh? And, and, and we... Just know what we see and what goes on and what we hear. Uh, we're in everything. But God knows everything. Uh, listen to me. He knows who's going to serve Him and who's not. He knows who's going to be a Christian and who's not. Uh, you and I don't know that. Uh, but God knows it. And I want to tell you something. If you're in this church this morning and you're saved and born again to the Spirit, God's predestinated you and saved you and brought you out of the life of sin. Huh? And adopted you into this family. Listen to me. Huh? This is the greatest thing that can happen to anybody. Yes, it is. Huh? He adopted us into his family. Listen. He knew huh, that you and I would serve him and worship him. I want to tell you something. There's nothing great about me whatsoever. Huh? There's nothing good in my flesh. And that's exactly what Paul said. Huh? I believe that with all my heart. But I can't help it, and 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 this is how I feel. I've always felt like I should have been a Christian. In my life, I should have been a Christian. Raised in a Christian home, huh? And and, and lived in a Christian home. Went to church three times a week: Sunday morning, Sunday evening, Wednesday night. All the all the uh, uh, revivals, huh? All the camp meetings, everything. We went Bible schools, huh? Went to all of them. And I just felt like that I was supposed to be a Christian. Huh? And I think about that now. It was my choice whether to be one or not. Huh? But I feel like that God predestinated me to be a Christian, and you too, Both, all everybody here. I thought of you. I thought of all of you today. I thought of him last night when I was thinking about this message. I thought about him, huh? And I thought about, you know, really, he never did go to church. I don't even know how many times he's had been in a church, huh? But anyway, he was a good moral man. I, I, I know Audie. I met him when I worked with him. And I thought about him, and all of a sudden. God had a plan for His life. I want to tell you something, brother. He predestinated you and called you out of a life of sin because He knew you was going to worship Him and serve Him. Huh? That's the truth. He met a woman that was a Christian. Huh? Cherished. Huh? It was God's divine will that they would come together huh? and be married and have children. How can you say that, preacher? Because I know the work of God, huh? And he worked it out, huh? And he married church, huh? And he went to church, huh? And she said something happened to him, huh? There wasn't even an altar call, and he come up to the altar and prayed through, prayed like a baby, because God dealt with him, and he needed to be saved predestination. Huh? And I want to tell you another example my dad. Huh? My, my dad didn't know anything about church. Not one thing. Huh? Never did God never entered the church door. Huh? But I want to tell you God started dealing with him and brought him under old time conviction. Huh? And i tell you God came into his heart And into his life. And changed him. And made him a new creature. Why did God do that? Because God knew he could use him. For the building of the kingdom of God. And he did exactly that. God's calling people out today. My mom says that all the time. That God's calling people out. And he is. You and I don't know who's going to be saved. Huh? But God knows. He knows who's going to be saved. Huh? And I want to tell you something. This is what Paul was telling them. Huh? He said, now listen. Huh? You heard this message. Huh? You heard the gospel. Huh? I want to tell you something. I'm just amazed about this so much. I was thinking about this. Huh? Think how long ago this was. When Paul wrote this letter, huh? 2,000 years ago, huh? Maybe somewhere like that. He wrote this letter, huh? To the Ephesians and to the church, churches, and it was going to circulate around, huh? For encouragement and for help for them. Huh? I want to tell you something. Listen to me. God is so faithful and so true to his church. I'm telling you. The true church, the God's church worldwide, huh? Not this name of this church or the name of that church, but the true church, huh? His church, huh? Listen, God seemed to it that you and I, my friend, would hear the gospel, that he would have faithful men to preach his word. And we heard the word, huh? We heard it. And we believe it, and God saved us. Yes, right. You see how this has come now to 2020. It's still the same. Yeah. He's got a purpose and a will, huh? That none should perish, but all come to eternal life. Right. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Huh? And it got down to you and me. Huh? That's where, where we're at today. Huh? And I know, I can't say, I know, man, there's things in this life that trouble us, things that bother us, that hinder us, huh? That bring us down and discourage us, huh? I understand that, huh? But we ought to look where we're at. We ought to look who we are, huh? Where we came from, huh? Who God is, amen? We're pure, pure people, For his people. Uh, That's what he was saying. He was wanting them to know. That God had done a work in them. And this work had been predestinated. Before the foundations of the world. Yes, He wanted them to see that. Uh, I want to tell you something. (laughs) This is just my opinion. When they read the letters. When the letters was read in the churches. I think they rejoiced. I bet they had a shouting spell, huh? I bet they praised God, huh? Because see, the world and the devil has a way of taking away your joy and your peace, huh? It has a way of just bringing you down and discouraging you, huh? But I'll tell you, when the Spirit comes, huh, it'll make us realize who we are right. and what we are before Christ. Amen. Amen. That's what he was doing. Huh. Now I gotta quit. Huh? And then he said, Here, huh? Let me find out where I was at. And in whom also we have obtained an inheritance, being predestinated according to the purpose of him who worketh all things after the counsel of his own will. This is God's will. That's why everything happened. That's why everything happened to you and me. That we should be in the praise of glory. Who first trusted in Christ. In whom ye also trusted after ye heard the word. This is what I just said. Have heard the word of truth. The gospel of your salvation. In whom also you have believed. Uh, Now listen to this. And believe. Ye were sealed. With the Holy Spirit of promise. Uh, Let me go ahead and read the last verse. Which is in, which is the earnest of our inheritance, until the redemption, redemption and the purchased possession, and to the praise of His glory. Huh? I want to tell you something, huh? The Holy Spirit, my friend, is a down payment to heaven. <laughs> huh? I want to tell you something, we were born again of the Spirit. Huh? like I said huh? we had something happen inside of us my friend and that Holy Spirit came into our hearts and into our life and it's been with us ever since we've been saved huh? it is with us today it follows us wherever we say that, they'll, that God, uh, we'll never be plucked out of God's hand and live all kinds of certain lives. Uh, it's not true. I'll talk about the true uh, when, we're, when we're in the palm of God's hand, nobody's going to pluck us out. because so he gives us the power of uh, the Holy Spirit. Uh, and I want to tell you something. I know we're living in a different day. We're living in a different church age. I understand that. Uh, but it don't have to be that way. It don't have to be that way, huh? People back when my dad was got in, got saved. Even in this church when I was a little kid, huh? I remember him shouting, mm-hmm. testifying, and running the aisles. I tell you what, people were more open, huh? More open to their feelings, huh? And how they felt to God. They didn't care what other people thought. It didn't matter what they thought. Right. The Spirit was upon them. And they just busted loose. Huh? We can have that again. Amen. Amen. If we'll think about these promises. And then the best of all. <laughs> hallelujah is our inheritance. Amen. Praise God. Let me take a look here. i want to read this real quick. <clears throat> Our inheritance. As believers in Christ. Our inheritance. Is heaven. We have been predestinated. For it. Before the foundations of the world. It is an inheritance. That can never. Perish. Or fade away. It is incorruptible. Huh? It's imperishable. Unspoiled unfading, and is reserved in heaven waiting for you and me. Praise God. Uh, <coughs> <coughs> excuse me. Your crown of glory has your name on it. Heaven is our true home. Heaven is eternal and we will have eternal life in heaven, never to die again. Abraham said, I look for a city whose, builder and found, whose foundations and builder was God. We are kept by the power of God and are secure in this life and the one to come. Our inheritance is because Jesus prayed for us. I know this sounds like I am going to repeat myself in John 17. And in John 10:29,28, 28, Jesus said, I give them eternal life that they shall never perish and no man can pluck them out of my hands. As God's children, we are adopted into his family and we have assurance and inheritance of our Heavenly Father. Amen. I tell you in Corinthians, 2 Corinthians 4 and 18, Our eyes are fixed on the unseen because it is eternal and the things seen are temporal amen praise God I heard a preacher the other day listened to him one of my favorites he said that he said I was going to preach on heaven and he said you know Said there wasn't. He said there wasn't much in he said there ain't much in the Bible really about heaven. Huh? I thought about that. Let me read this real quick. He said, so I'm going to just preach out on, on the things that ain't there. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Hallelujah. Let's take a look here, just real quick. Revelation 21, verse 4. This is just a little bit. And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes, and there shall be no more death, neither sorrow nor crying, neither shall there be any more pain, for the former things are passed away. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. I want to tell you something. The hardest thing in this life is death. You and I, the death of loved ones, huh? When they pass away, there's an emptiness, a void. There's something missing in our lives. Huh? But praise God, in heaven there'll be no more deaths, huh? And then I will tell you another thing, huh? There'll be no more crying. These glorified bodies that we get, my friend, that the Lord will give us, huh? We'll have no pyrrhonites in them.
1: Huh? <laughs> I want to tell you
0: something else, huh? In heaven, huh? There'll be no more pain. Huh? There'll be no more hospitals. No more doctors, huh? No more diseases. Huh? No more Corona 19 or whatever it's called, huh? Praise God that all this will be gone and passed away. Huh? Listen, there'll be no devil! There'll be no sin, huh? There'll be no unrighteousness. But everything will be pure and holy, huh? Thank God, listen! That's utilizing paradise. And listen to me. Our family and our loved ones and our church members, huh? will be in that place, huh? And there'll be a reunion, huh? Praise God. And we'll worship the Lord together. We'll see Him again in the heaven, in that place that God has prepared for you and me. Hallelujah. We'll have that glorified body, huh? That one that won't decay, huh? That one that won't fade away. But I'll be living for eternity with Him. Hallelujah. There's so much more to say, it's off of my mind. Uh, It's gone. I can't think of anything else. But I tell you what. Our inheritance, my friend, in heaven, is for eternity. Uh, This life is so short. Uh, It's so short. Uh, It's just a few years, and it's gone. But in heaven, uh, it'll last forever. Uh, John said, Huh? I saw a new heaven and a new earth. Uh, for the old heaven and the old earth, I don't understand all this, but I want to preach to it you because it's in God's Word. Huh? Passed away. Huh? I want to tell you something. Listen, huh? The old earth, the earth where they've gone, right now, is not, listen, I believe this all in my heart. Huh? It's not going to be reformed. Uh, it's going to be done away with. Huh? There's going to be a new earth. Right. From scratch, from nothing, like God spoke the words, the heavens and existence. Huh? And I saw a new a heaven, a new earth, a new heaven and a new earth coming down. Huh? The holy city, the city of Jerusalem. Huh? And and John yeah. describes it over there. Huh? Huh? It's walls of jasper. Huh? It's streets of gold. Huh? Hallelujah. You know I am going to inherit that one of these days. I want to tell you something. That's enough. What I preached on today. That ought to stir our hearts. And when things get bad and trials come, let's look to the eternal. Let's look to who we are and what we are and who our Heavenly Father is. Amen. God will encourage us and help us. I apologize. I didn't say all the things I needed to say, probably. i got a lot more in here. Uh, I pray that God, those things I said, God will help us with it. Amen. I tell you, I look at the dad, I look at it, I want to make heaven my home. Uh, I want to be in that place. I said this before, uh, Bobby Thornberry, you remember him? he come in Bobby couldn't even hardly, I know you, don't, uh, you and Cherish don't know him. He couldn't even hardly talk. Huh? He had a, a bad speech. Huh? Something was wrong with him. He couldn't talk very plain. Every once in a while, you could make out a word or two when he was talking to you. Huh? But I want to tell you something. He'd come in this church. He wasn't, he wasn't a, a, a member of this church. He just attended once in a while on the service. But this is what he'd do. He'd, get, he'd be right there in the back, him and Clara. And he would stand up. And he would start saying some things. It was hard to understand what he was saying. This is truth, I'm down in truth. Huh? But he'd say this and it was just as clear as bell. He'd say, I want to make heaven my home. Yeah. And, yeah. and when he said that, it was just like me and you talking. Mm-hmm. And that stuck in me, man. Mm-hmm. I always remember that. And it didn't matter. I mean, it mattered. Huh? He knew what he was saying. God knew what he was saying. Right. But when it got to that point, I want to make my home in heaven. That's what God wanted everybody to hear. (laughs) Praise God. Hallelujah. We're walking on that heavenly road, ain't we? Amen. All right, I'm going to quit. I want to read this here real quick. I was thinking about message this week and I thought about this this is what I found this was uh, one of the things that was at my dad's funeral and I took a made a copy of it <coughs> and this is for those that are in heaven <coughs> right now it said <coughs> excuse me my voice is about gone again <coughs> if you could see me now you wouldn't shed a tear through though you may not understand why I am no longer here remember my spirit that's the real me I am I'm still very much alive oh if you could see only see I beheld our father's face I touched my Savior's hand. The angels all rejoice as I entered the promised land. Beyond the gates of Pearl, I walked on golden streets. I touched the walls of Jasper and dipped my foot in the crystal sea. The beauty is beyond words. Nothing can compare. I've seen your mansion. Someday I will meet you there. Allow Jesus to be your guide. His word will show you the way. So please don't cry. We will meet again someday.